Hey guys, what's up? Here is my interview with Anne-Marie Allison and Jenna Milley. I believe that's how we pronounce her name, M-I-L-L-Y. So if it's Miley, I apologize, but it's Jenna, for me, Jenna Milley and Anne-Marie Allison. Anne-Marie is based in Washington, D.C., in D.C., and Jenna is over in Los Angeles. They are, they are co-screenwriters. They are co-writers for this new movie called Golden Arm. And this movie, I for some... There's just been so many movies that I covered this week, I failed to cover it on the latest episode of Find Your Film. And that's not because I hated the movie. No, I actually liked the movie. It was, there was just so much stuff to cram in this week on our Find Your Film podcast feed. Now, Golden Arm, as we speak, as of this recording on Friday, it's now out in theaters, okay? And it's available to most of you on digital. So most of you will be watching this movie, this comedy, which I found very engaging via digital. Okay, now, and it's directed by Maureen Barucha, B-H-A-R-O-O-C-H-A, and I believe it's her directorial debut. She does a very, very good job. 91-minute comedy. It's Golden Arm. What do you think it is? Do you think it's a female version of Over the Top, a Sly Stallone movie I haven't seen? Possibly. It's an arm. It's an, basically an arm wrestling movie. Okay, and it centers on two best friends who decide to enter into the National Ladies Arm Wrestling Championship. And one of, the, one of the women, Danny, is played by Betsy Sodaro. She's very, very funny. She was the actual initial person who was supposed to be part of this championship wrestling, arm wrestling championship thing. And due to an injury, she can't be part of it. So she decides to, she decides to actually uh, just hang out and reunite with and her estranged best friend, Melanie. Melanie is played by Mary Holland, and she's sort of the straight person in this movie, the one who lets all the comedy and wackiness ensue around her while she soaks everything in. That said, Mary Holland's very engaging as well in this movie. A big part of Golden Arm's strength lies in the chemistry between Mary Holland and Betsy Sodaro. It reminded me when I was a kid, and you know, it's, it's weird. I, I, I talked about this in the interview. It reminded me of, as a child, watching the Bing Crosby and Bob Hope movies. Two likable guys, very talented comedians. And yeah, I you know, in fact, I should probably watch more of those road movies. I really enjoyed them as a child. And that kind of partnership reminded me of this chemistry between Holland and Sodaro with Golden Arm. So anyways, my, my interview with Allison and Millie, I wanted to ask them about what work for what works for them as writers because writing a script i'm assuming is very hard in and of itself but what happens when you actually have two different povs trying to shape that same story so i asked them about that and with Anne marie in dc and jen jenna over in here in los angeles yeah i I wanted to know how they're able obviously because of the recent yearly state of state of state now everyone most of us are very used to the whole idea of Zoom conferencing and collaborating online now. But, you know, still the idea of living on different coasts and what's the challenge of actually coming together as writers. So that is that is it. It's a 15, 16-minute interview for Golden Arm. So a lot of writing material, deep dive writing questions, and also also about, obviously, the movie. And towards the end of the Towards the end of this interview, my wonderful four four and a half year old niece Claire makes an appearance at the end of this podcast interview. So please enjoy Golden Arm. If you actually see this movie, 
tell me what you think of this film all right and thanks again for listening to find your film and yeah hit me eric holmes and bruce perky up and tell us what movies you're watching as well and give us recommendations hopefully one of these recommendations will work on your side as well and you'll enjoy golden arm anyways here's the interview First off, there's a lot of writers talk about the kind of research that they bring to the project before actually penning the script. You know, for for Golden Arm, just the genesis of that idea, did it come from a passion for the sport as far as spotlighting it? Or was it just something that was just, I, I don't know, just a really good inspiration from the clouds? Well, it all comes from me beating my brothers when I was in fifth grade. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, I was a co-founder of a, of a charity in D.C. called the D.C. Lady Arm Wrestlers, and we arm wrestled for charity. Um, this was about 10 years ago. We started this charity, and we would have you know women from all walks of life come to rehearsal, and they were moms, they were teachers, they were lawyers, they were lobbyists because I'm in D.C., some buttoned up ladies. And, um, but at night when the bout would happen, they would come as their alter egos, like Amy Smackhouse. Or for me, for example, I was Scarlett Oscara. And, you know, we'd get up there and just throw down. And that sort of the inspiration that I had from that experience was just watching women come out and kind of just be complete badasses. And the change that we saw from, you know, day to night, uh, sort of was the inspiration for this world. And actually Jenna uh, wrote an article about the charity. And as she was getting more into it, she was like, Amy, we've got to write a movie about this. This is crazy. You know, it, and that, that said, writing a script is hard in and of itself, I'm assuming. But what happens when you, ha- you have a collaborator as well penning the script? Does it make the journey easier or how does one sort of compromise and to get one just really unique vision across the board, I guess. Well, Jenna and I are writing partners. So we have already been writing other scripts together when this sort of just bubbled up in my life because I was involved in this charity. And she was like, you know, we were searching for stories that women could sort of take the front seat and be funny and strong and complex. And she was like, this, this is a perfect thing. So it was, it was always a collaboration. We always collaborate on everything. And for you, Jenna, what's the, what's the key to collaboration as, as far as with, with Anne-Marie? What works between your partnership? Um, I think uh, we both bring really different things to the process. I think Anne-Marie is so good with character. Her background in psychology really helps with motivation and understanding what the different characters are interested in. And I've always been more inclined to uh, be interested in plot in the fast paced moving um, sequencing and, you know, seeing the action go forward. So I think bringing those two things together, it really creates this great marriage in the script because you want to, you always want to push story forward, but you also want to slow down and have those moments between characters. I think um, both make a really fun, exciting movie. I don't know if you had a chance to see Golden Arm yet, but we have, a lot of funny spectacle and a lot of um, moments where they're on the road and they're doing crazy things. But then we also have a lot of heart and uh, great talks between the characters and great moments of emotional growth. And so it's, to me, I, I love watch. I love seeing both things. I love it when Anne-Marie sends me her scenes and I get to laugh and then I can, 
be like, oh, this is so much better. Thank, thank God someone fixed all this for me. So I, I think it's so fun. I feel like it's really hard to uh, write alone and to move forward. I, and sometimes if you notice the way uh, TV writing works, people are often writing in a room. And recently I've heard that feature, you know, a lot of these uh, Marvel movies are doing rooms for even feature writing too, which I feel like Amory and I kind of have a writer's room amongst ourselves uh, to talk about ideas, but I think it works really well. You know, I, I had no idea who the two leads were before actually watching Golden Arm. And all I wanted to do now is after watching this movie, I just want to see them go on these Hope and Crosby road movies for the rest of their lives. How how much was it an amazing thing just to have these two pair together as actors? And they just really helped anchor the project. And my only complaint, and it's actually a compliment, is I just want to see more of them together in a room, in a, inside a truck, arm wrestling, or just being together. So that's what we're hoping for. We're hoping for Golden Arm too. Um, yeah, I mean, Betsy and Mary are amazing in- individuals. They're just amazing humans. Uh, but they have worked together before. And that was one of the things like Maureen Barucha, who directed the film, grew up with, um, you know, kind of all these UCB people. So UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade, which Amy Poehler started in LA. And she just was surrounded by funny ladies, funny people, and had these relationships already established. So I think that really helped because we did, we were making an indie movie. We did have a budget we had to mind. And there was just a shorthand between Mary and Betsy because they had worked together before. Um, and, you know, we had a great time on set just watching them kind of do what they do best. You know, I, I little pointed thing. Are, are you, are you guys shaming people who don't like scones? Should we throw the scones away or should we keep scones? Because there have been times when I walk out of my local coffee shop and I want to throw, throw it away because the scones are so hard. So really, really pointed question. I, I love blueberry scones, but want to ask both of you the, the scone controversy regarding this movie. By the way, Greg, do you live in L.A.? Because I can tell you a bunch of scone places to go where you can get a good scone. I'm, I'm over here in L.A., yeah, in the valley, over in the right. valley. In yeah. Silver Lake, there's some good scone locations. But if you mm-hmm. need to throw away a bad scone, I say go ahead and do it because you don't want the extra calories if it's not good, it's too dry. But I feel like Melanie's scones are great, and so that lady is just an a-hole. I totally agree. How about you, Anne-Marie? Are you a scone fan? What? At all, you know, or? it's funny. Well, I, I, when I'm, I'm going to give you a behind the curtain, which is a lot of our scripts, because Jenna is such a bread lover, we get a bread joke in there. At some point, we're talking about bread because, and also I love bread. I mean, who doesn't, right? Um, you know, and so we, you know, we were searching for sort of Melanie's backstory and where she could work where it was both feminine but also you could believe that she was doing some hard labor with like bags of flour and things so that she you know she would be toned and you know um she had sort of that small business kind of scrappy attitude so she did that sort of bubbled up into the baker and then once we were writing that joke it was like this woman has the audacity to take her beautiful absolutely perfect baked scone and throw it in the trash in front of her (laughs) And she won't say anything. She's like, have a nice day. You know? Um, yeah. I think Stone is also a delicate choice. And we were trying to take her in the character arc from delicate to tough. 
And so, you know, if we called it like a pretzel, it wouldn't have had the same vibe as yeah. like a, you know, that she was interested in scones versus, I don't know, a hoagie roll. We <laughs> <laughs> had to you like know, go in the, in the character role way. You know, I was, I was talking to a, a filmmaker several months ago and she said one of her tips for writing, at least for her, what works for her is as soon as she wakes up, she will start writing before she starts walking the dog or getting ready for the workout or even having breakfast, whatnot. It it's always starts with the writing and it's a daily thing for her. I'm just wondering for both of you, is there a go-to situation as far that keeps both of you balanced and, and disciplined as writers on that day-to-day? Just afraid Amory's going to call me and I'm going to have to turn something in. <laughs> yeah, we're each other's we're each other's boss and we get on each other. Um, what's really interesting is I'm in DC and Jenna's in LA, so we like when we go into meetings. I'm like, you get a 27 hour workday out of us because you know three more hours. I'm up three hours before and she's you know still working three hours after. But Jenna's background is in journalism, so she's very disciplined about deadlines. And I've kind of gotten on that train because there's no other way to be. You're either writing or you're not. And so, you know, you have to you have to sit down and write. I tend to do a few things in the morning um, before I sit down because Jenna is three hours behind. But then we have a very you know sacred chunk of time that we work we work together. I'm only laughing, Emery, because you you stay up late and you wake up early. I just. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably more productive that's amazing you know I, i'm just wondering for both of you you're all you're also both producers on this project how how much more work was it for both of you regarding being producers but actually more importantly as as writers producers of this project how pleased were both of you with the final cut because you must have been just really surprised not not just surprised but just so pleased with the final product because this movie really works you know it's it's Thank you for that. First of all, thank you so much. It, it, it means the world to us to finally have people out there viewing the film because we did have this long delay due to, um, I'm so sorry, due to COVID. So um, it, that means a lot that you enjoyed it. I think for us, you know, one of the things that got this ball rolling was the fact that we did go the traditional route trying to get this movie made by a studio at first. We went out with it as a, as a spec. We had a manager behind it. And we just got a lot of like, this is really funny, but who's going to go see a female sports comedy? And Jen and I are like, uh, we will, we'll go see it. Now this was pre me too. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had one of those little tiny hands that I could. Um, so yeah, you know, we, we, so we sat down and um, together and we're like, look, you know, we've, we've made short films before, you know, how much harder could it be to do a feature? Well, it turns out it's, it's pretty damn hard, but you know, we did gather a team around us to sort of help us with the first steps. And the most important thing, obviously, to getting a feature made is the money. And how do, how do you, how do you, you know, finance your vision? Um, and what is it going to cost? And so we actually had to go back and rewrite the script from a, a really big, we had really big road movie, you know, lots of locations. We were in Vegas at one point for the national championship and pare it down to fit what, what we thought we could raise for the, for the feature. Um, so that was part of, it was just like all business that became like business decisions were paramount, um, as we kind of started the ball rolling. 
but we were lucky enough to one, have a lot of great people that helped us. And then two, you know, find people that were interested in supporting arts in this way. And we just, I think we just happened to be ahead of the curve a little bit because, you know, female sports company, I think everybody would like to see that now. You know, I hope, I hope that's the case. Yeah. I mean, that's such a nonsensical argument regarding when, when you guys pitched it. I, I have no idea. This seems like, seemed like a home run either way, even, even paring it down, it's effective. So that's, that's a blessing and, and all of that ridiculous madness that you guys had to deal with. So um, you can't let those obstacles stand in your way. You have to be, and, and it's so helpful, I think, to have a partner where we could come together and say, okay, this is, this is an obstacle. We've got to overcome this. What are, let's throw out some solutions. What, who can we call upon? Who can we get to help us? What questions can we ask to get around it? And I think we had to do that numerous times where we might not know, you know, if we hadn't produced a feature, we hadn't worked with the person before, you know, we now need a lawyer. We have, we need this huge contract. There's so many things that we hadn't done before. We just needed um, to find people to help us, but you can't let those things stop you. You know, my my final question is this movie has a lot of, shows it's like movie love on its sleeve. You know, there's a lot of movie references, which I love since I'm a cinephile. You guys are cinephiles as well. Just right off the top of your head, can you just name one of your all-time favorite movies and what is it about this movie that still resonates with you today, but not just on a nostalgic level? Well, it's it's interesting because like one of the questions we would get a lot about this movie is in female sports comedies is what other female sports comedies can you point to? And of course there's League of Your Own, which is a favorite movie. There's, there's Bend It Like Beckham, which is not a really big, you know, funny movie. And then there's a lot of like cheerleader and dance movies, which I love. Um, but I, I'm trying to think like what movie would be my favorite and resonates with this movie. And I have to say like one of uh, probably one of my favorite comedies is dodgeball and dodgeball, the underdogs, the crazy costumes, the weird sport, the quirkiness of all these people coming together to, you know, make the impossible happen. I was, uh, this would be sort of the female version of that in my opinion. Um, So we don't, we didn't have our dodgeball and now we do. Cool. And Jenna. I love I would have to agree with that. This is definitely a dodgeball and what I, but I will add that I love sports movies. I love baseball sports movies. I don't know why I don't even ever watch baseball, but I love natural. I love Moneyball. I will watch that right now if it's on. I don't know why I love Brad Pitt. Um, and we put the natural in there, as you can see. I just love the underdog story. Hold on, hold on and, one second. Um, Sorry, that was my niece. Hold on, hold on. We're, al- we're almost done. Say hi, Claire, say hi, come on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, one second, one second. I'll, I'll be, I'll, she's, she has to go. Thank you. Wait, wait. Okay. Okay, hold on. We have to go now. Thank you so much for your time. And by the way, thank you so much because I think uh, from now on, these dreams should be someone's uh, walk-on fight song. So that's really well done. So That's right. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank you. Bye-bye.